It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, and it starts now. Welcome into ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitri. And want to just say thank you for making ATL Day Ones your first listener of the day. And remember, we're free and available wherever you download your podcast. And wherever you download your podcast, make sure, make sure you make sure that you leave us a five-star review. We really appreciate you for that in advance. Now, big announcement. We've been saying it. If you haven't heard, we are on Roku and and Amazon. I actually got a chance to download the Amazon, download us on the Amazon app, the Locked On Sports Atlanta team. We were right there, right on the big screen. Don't go ahead and join us on the big screen as well, you know, because hey, this is what it is. This is what we got going on. Now, coming up on today's show, with Spencer Strider is the big is the big topic when they're talking about going to the Braves, getting ready for the um to play in the NLDS. And we'll talk about whether or not that's gonna be. The key to as to whether they win a divisional series. And we'll talk about the Atlanta Falcons that they get ready to take on Tampa Bay. We know Tom Brady and Mike Evans are the topic of conversation. We'll talk about what Arthur Smith had to say about that. And last but not least, ooh, they got some good flavors coming out. Some good ice cream flavors. We'll get into who will be dropping those and, and all of that in for the culture. But first, we have to talk about the Atlanta Braves, they lose last, ne- last night in the season finale. Who cares? Nobody cares. Um, <laughs> Don Mattingly last game, he'll be out of here, which is yes. good. I don't know cares about Don Mattingly. But I think that one of the things, T, is that as soon as that game, um, that final out, I started thinking about, okay, Spencer Strider's health. I think that's the big topic of conversation as far as whether or not this guy's going to be healthy. Things look good. Alex Anthopoulos talked about it. We talked about it in his interview on Bally. After the uh, they clinched the uh, 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 NL East, but I think there is something to be said about Max Free, Cal Wright, and Spencer Strider versus Max Free, Cal Wright, and Uncle Charlie. Yeah, and so a couple of things there, a lot to unpack. So first things first, like you said, I concur. Who cares? hundred and one wins, hundred and one wins. NL East title is NL East title. Forget you, Marlins. We've moved on. Now, Mattingly, who always allowed hit by pitches for the boatloads, goodbye to you, too. But hello to the postseason. And like you said, hello to questions about what the roster is going to look like. And we know that there are some other questions like where, if any place, they will find a space for Marcelo Zuna. I felt like last night he made the case for himself one more time to say, hey, don't forget about your boy on that postseason. I need a lot of money. Come on. like Guillermo Radia and uh, Eddie Rosario. Just a couple of other pieces there where you have to figure out how you're going to utilize them. But again, you said it by far. Spencer Strider is the biggest question mark being that he is coming along slowly but surely next step for him is pitching on an actual mound a simulated game but pitching on a mound nonetheless here's my thought however i agree with you no problem i'm always going to favor the ace max free to get it done whether that is against the phillies or cardinals he's had success throughout the season kyle wright much the same so glad that we have a 20 win pitcher on our staff and he's not even the ace 
So again, you got a one-two punch there. The third punch is the question, but I still think that the Braves are going to be okay because Charlie Morton still has shown some shades of Charlie Morton a little bit more often than maybe we give him credit for in the last couple of weeks, not taking away the hiccups, but I'm just saying. And right. also, if by chance it gets to a situation where you have to go to a game for, of course, we'd love a sweep, but if you have to go to a game for, let's not forget Jake Odorizzi finally showed us mm. why Alex Anthopoulos went out and got him with right. his last outing where he only gave up a run, he struck out seven batters, and that was in five innings. So if you have to go to that fourth game, and if you're still not comfortable with Spencer Strider, at least you know now that you have a Jake Odorizzi who could actually help you out in game four. And maybe then you can hold Strider to either being a part of your bullpen support for the NLDS and holding him out to the NLCS for a starting pitch, or you can just hold him out hopefully all together and then have him fully refreshed and recovered for the championship series. Yeah, and and I the only thing about that though, I, I really, you know, because you know, they, they're gonna be they're gonna play the winner of, of the Phillies and the St. Louis Cardinals. So I think that, you know, the Phillies and the Cardinals are gonna have to make decisions as to like they're gonna have to go out their big guns. They can't hold off, you know, you know, say as far as to to the next series. Now I I'm expecting it. Am I expecting the Braves to get to the um, NLCS? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> right. <laughs> those two teams that I just named aren't world beaters. And I think yeah. the Braves are much better than those teams just on the surface, um, just looking at it from the surface standpoint. Agreed. But I think that, but in a in a situation where if Strider isn't able to start. Like mm -hmm. I, I would, I would feel more comfortable if he's available for those games. If he's available in the NLDS, like okay, we can't throw him out there as a starter, right? Um, uh, you know, but I think that it'll make me feel a lot better. Which is, which is, it's, it's, it's all look, it's all everything is positive, right? Everything is, mm -hmm. you know, um, Strider say he feels good. You know, Axel Thompson yeah. say everything is going along as planned, and then the trainers, training staff has said that hey, this, they got this, everything is going just like they like we we expected it to. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that when you have those things being said, like mm -hmm. even if Uncle Charlie, you know, um, does Uncle Charlie things, mm -hmm. I I would love for uh, Mr. Strider to be able to come out of that, that come out of that bad boy and say you know what i can help out <laughs> you know yeah. i can go i can give you about two or three innings and then i think mm -hmm. that you know with odorizzi that's that's another um potential weapon as well i don't want to go to i don't want to pull pull that one out of the bag too too quickly right. but i think that you know those are some that the braves definitely have some options as they get prepared for you know for whoever they will play whether it be the phillies or the cardinals yeah, and you hope the Phillies and Cardinals just beat up on one another, and you hope that all of their pitchers go deep in the count for every single batter that they face, <laughs> and you also hope that their bullpen is worn out. Those are some of the things where when you talk about rust versus rust, yeah, right. you may have a little bit of rust, but I do believe that this Braves team is actually going to benefit from the rest. I'm thinking about Ronald Acuna Jr., for example, being able to get back out there in the leadoff position. Obviously, he got the yeah. night off last night along with Austin Riley. And that was a good thing, a good look for them. But I'm thinking that the rest is going to be to the Braves' advantage to get that run support back because right. we didn't see the run support in the series versus the Marlins that we saw in the series versus the Mets. But when you get six days for your body to recover, I'll take my chances on a little bit of rust, maybe at the plate, maybe those first at-bats. 
But then when we get to that next round of going through the order, I think the Braves bats will be just fine. I still think advantage Braves because even if got a little bit of trouble that your starting pitchers get you into, I believe those bats can bail you out of it. Definitely, nephew Ronnie, give him rest. I, I, I don't care. I don't think about Russ when when no. you're talking about Ronald Acuna getting rest and like the as much rest as he can possibly get, mm -hmm. the better. And I think that the Braves will be um, happy about that. That's why it was so important for them to get that NL Eastern Division title. Now, first of all, you know, coming up next, we talk about Arthur Smith about what he has his eyes on when when it comes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, but first, we have to talk about betonline.net. Remember those games I just talked about? You know, the Braves aren't playing, but hey, if you want to check out what the odds are for the Mets and the Padres or the Philadelphia Phillies and the St. Louis Cardinals, who's going to win? What's the over-under going to be for those particular games? Go to betonline.net. Please do so. I'm even messing up my camera trying to tell y'all about betonline.net. Um, it is the fastest and the biggest, biggest and bestest um, you know, betting uh, website that you can go to you know you can even download it on your on your mobile device and, and you know those are some of the things that you know that you that benefit from by going there you know because those are the places that you need to be and they even have you know the ancillary sports the sports that you don't necessarily you know uh watch that much but you want to get some information from because you're trying to win some money because that's what it's all about they got golf they got mma they have nhl whatever you want go to betonline.net today because Bet online is where the game starts. Now, in Arthur Smith's most recent press conference, he talked a little bit about how you prepare for that Buccaneers offense. Of course, you're going to have Tom Brady and you're going to have Mike Evans on the scouting report. That's a given. But also, you have to kind of take into consideration Chris Godwin and Russell Gage in terms of how Dean P's offense or defense rather is going to be preparing for the Bucs offense. So I look at that and I think to myself about what they faced with the Saints, right? You're talking right. about uh, a Michael Thomas, a Chris Olave, for example, if we're talking about the passing game. And right. then with the Seahawks, they had to deal with the DK Metcalf. And then of course, with uh, Cleveland Browns, although they were able to keep David and Joku in check, they still had to deal with him. So now you have this wide receiver room for starters and even their tight end room as well. They were Cameron Brait. Mm -hmm. Is this the biggest test, Jarvis? When, when we look back, for me, I don't think it's the biggest test at all. I think they've actually, had several big tests this season so far that are indeed bigger than what we will see or what they will see in the Bucks receiving core and tight end core come Sunday. You know what, to be honest with you, I think that just from a weapon standpoint, mm -hmm. I think it's kind of a push, but Could when be. you throw Tom Brady into the conversation, I think that's what adds to it, right? Because, you know, um, one of the things that, you know, when you play in the NFL for so long, which Tom Brady has done and been so successful, there aren't too many things that you can throw at him. Like, oh, yeah, this cover four is really going to get him. Like, right. he's never seen that before. That's not going to be the case in this particular game. That's why I think that, you know, when you add Tom Brady to that, 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 that equation, I think he's the guy that kind of pushes it over the top for me. And, 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 that, and I think that when you talk about those things, does, that's when you say, hey, we know what we do. We're going to do what we do. You know, and it's not about throwing him off. It's not about throwing him certain protections or, or not protections, but certain pressures at him mm -hmm. that it's going that we know is going to get him. Oh yeah, this got him right here. I'm taking. You know, no, that's not going to necessarily happen. It's going to be about playing playing your techniques, knowing your keys, knowing your reads, and, and let the chips fall where they may. 
that's why I think that this particular game mm-hmm. is going to be a big one for A.J. Terrell because, like we talked about last week, as far as what he did with Amari Cooper, one catch for nine yards. Like, yeah. like there's no there's no if ands or buts about it about what mm-hmm. he did last week. He shut down a really good wide receiver in the NFL, a good productive guy. Yeah. Now, is it is now is going we have to figure out whether or not you know AJ Terrell is going to follow Mike Evans or is mm-hmm. he going to be on Chris Godwin? We know Chris Godwin has gave the Falcons defense all type yeah, of hell yeah. in the past. We know that for a fact, mm-hmm. like over two hundred yards type mm-hmm. of thing. <laughs> you know. So I think those are some of the things that DP is going to have to figure out. But I do think for AJ Terrell, he's going to have to say if you want to put a stamp on, hey, I'm that dude. You don't have to say it. <laughs> All you got to do is just go out there and say, if Coach P say, hey, I want you to follow Mike Evans. I want you to lock him up. Or every time you on, on his side, we're playing man coverage and we're going to figure out the rest on the other side. You better be ready to go. But I think that it, I'll, I'll give it a push, but I still mm-hmm. don't think it's the biggest challenge of the season because now okay. we're talking about week five and we're right. talking about the Falcons getting better and better and better. And I'm going to go in the opposite or I'm going to go slightly off the beaten path with, yes, the sack numbers may not be quite there, but when we look at what they did from week one and continuing to progress, they are bringing pressure. They are almost getting home. And we all know that when you think about the losses that Tom Brady has had, when you think about the drubbings, it usually is when you get to him early and you get him off his timing and you keep him there. And I feel like one thing about this Falcons defense is they have gotten better and better and better in hurrying the quarterback, better and better and better in getting some QB, you will. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. why I think that this isn't necessarily the biggest game of the season, not so much because they're going to completely neutralize Tom Brady, but A.J. Terrell, in all honesty, along with the entire secondary, they won't have nearly as much of a struggle or a challenge if Tom Brady can't get that ball out on time, if that ball can't be thrown accurately, if they can somehow the Falcons defense can force him into a check down or to his third receiver, right? Right. At that point, now you're talking about at least forcing third and longs and maybe making it harder for him to move the chains. And Mm. that is where you get into a situation where you give the Falcons a chance to win. So I do think that because the defense has shown themselves to be able to do that more and more, Better and better. You and I are calling different names every week. Yeah, we're calling Grady Jarrett. But yeah, we yeah. Joe Carter last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, we called Arnold Evocation. He had a good game too. There you go. Yep. There you mm-hmm. go. So when we keep calling every, when we keep calling different names in that starting eleven, I think that's super positive for the Falcons. I'm going to give them that slight advantage because they are trending up. And then you know what else I like. Granted, we do not know a if he is going to play, and b I doubt seriously that we see him start. But if they can get back Isaiah Oliver and get some of that versatility from him, especially with their nickel packages, now we're talking about, hmm, now the Falcons have something to play with. And don't get me wrong, we're still at this point, as you know, he just came off of IR, just practiced for the first time Wednesday. So we don't quite know if we're going to see him. But if we do, Jarvis, mm-hmm, aha. You're talking about 21 days till they have to figure out whether or not they're going to put put him on the active roster. So, yeah, yeah. definitely going to have to keep an eye on that. But I think you make an excellent point, T. Tom Brady is the goatness that he is. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just making up words when it comes to him <laughs> because that's what you got to do. Um, I think that his kryptonite, not I think, 
his kryptonite has been that pressure up the middle. And what have we seen this year? Grady Jarrett is on his way to being that all pro type, pro bowl type season. Back to it. Guess who? Guess who his tag team partner is? Taekwon Graham. That dude has been having that. Thank you. He is on it. He is on it this year. And I think that, you know, Wow. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm really excited about, you know, cause Grady even talked about take one Graham in the preseason about yes. what he's been able to do. He called affectionately refers to him as TQ. Yes. And, you know, he said, this guy's putting the work and you know what? A lot of people thought it was just, Hey, that's he's just pumping his teammate up. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take go and check out the film. Take yeah. Graham has been doing his absolute thing. And I think that to get that pressure, not, not necessarily get home. Mm-hmm. You can get that push up the middle. Like they've been doing, like Tom, the, the the Falcons will continue to get better, and just check this off as another, you know, stacking those good games as mm-hmm. the as the Falcons organization always talks about. And the other thing I think is this: we we kind of saw it last week, and we've kind of seen it a couple times. If you paid any attention to the Bucks, especially in their losses, you've seen those other teams make those halftime adjustments and just tweaks. By the way, and right. I will put my money on Dean Pease being able to make the appropriate tweaks on defense to do what he needs to do. And listen, I got to tell you, I saw this yesterday and I started to send it to you. And I was like, you know what? Nope. We'll save it for the air. Yeah. There have been so many, so, so many articles and tweets and drops about Arthur Smith's decision to run that ball 14 times in a row and 10 times on one drive. The reason I bring that up is two things. Number one, yes, this is a pass-happy league, but this is also a league where if you can get your run game off the ground and you can stay committed to it, it's going to yield results. So I like that possibility. And I also love that we saw just a few tweaks on the offensive side, that being one of the, the main tweak in that second half that really got the Falcons the win last week and I think could potentially put them in position to get the win this week. Now, speaking of wins, if you or someone you know, or someone you love wants a built bar, they're probably going to win. Why? Because built bars are just ultimately not just a delicious snack, but also a snack that is going to be healthy for you. So right now they're rolling out the puff and the puff is really, it's like, think about 100% real Mm -hmm. chocolate and think about something like floaty, marshmallowy, if you will, that's a built bar. But the thing that you got to love most about it is the fact that you're only taking in 160 calories per bar and yet you are getting 15 grams of protein that's a good look especially if you know this show you know that atl day ones is all about healthy so if you want to check it out go to built.com you're going to see a code right and that code is going to be locked on and that's going to get you 15 percent off for your first order so again check that website out put that code in and get your percentage off because you deserve to absolutely be healthy with a built bar, a built puff, and you can join us in the healthy movement with Built. Final segment of ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanisha. We want to say thank you for rocking with us throughout the entire show. We really appreciate you for that. And I just want to give a quick shout out to all the people who have hit that subscribe button on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Woo! Over 4,400 subscribers. We are running to 5,000 subscribers. We really appreciate you. If you have not done so, Make sure you do that. We really appreciate you for that in advance. Now, but T, this is for the culture. It is the intersection between sports, entertainment, and the culture. And sometimes, whatever the hell we want to talk about. But that's just how we get down on this show. Today is no different. Um, Bluebell ice cream 
which has um made a lot of people gain weight over the years. Oh, um, yeah. that's safe to say <laughs> they will be dropping some hot flavors tea real soon here for the holidays and uh i'm gonna read them off to you and you know i want to kind of get your reaction to each one of them and then of course i want you to pick which one you feel that you'd be partaking in all right they have the peppermint bark ice cream <clears throat> all right the eggnog ice cream mm-hmm. and last but not least they have the uh peppermint ice cream now as the holidays come up you know mm-hmm. look cool outside you know somebody might want to bring you some uh, a choice of your preference you know like did you hey. hear jarvis did you hear jarvis did you hear jarvis <laughs> you know hey which one which one would you prefer or which one would you feel that hey i'm going to definitely partake in this one yeah so the first thing i thought about was this conversation that we had last week when atl sports chicks went on our inaugural happy hour dinner excursion right so we had already started we had so much fun it was all the heavy hitters who are in our sport and who are also based here in atlanta right so we had a cop the the lady heavy hitters if you will so we had a conversation about what our next gig was or our next well i shouldn't say gig because hey we all are working like fools all the time but we talked about our next break our respite from our gigs and i suggested an eggnog sip because I think that's just so cool. You know, we don't have to do a lot in the way of cooking. We're all super busy. So you just get your little eggnog or whatever you know, your favorite or nostalgic uh, treat is for the holiday and you bring it in, then you get to tell a story behind where it came from, right? And right. then you bring yeah. a little gift. I think I'm gonna add eggnog ice cream to the mix. Ooh. That sounds very intriguing to me, Jarvis. That one sounds very intriguing. So my pick is the eggnog ice cream for the eggnog sip. I think you know. You know what? I, I'm 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 on board with that because that's that that's the thing that I've I've always been intrigued by. You know, peppermint flavored stuff, right? Especially yes, the, yes. the the green peppermints type situation and chocolate. I think that's an excellent combination. But yeah, okay. I, I am intrigued by the eggnog because I haven't had it in a long time. Yeah. Now, you know, I may be telling on my parents, you know, but didn't eggnog have alcohol in it back in the day? Well, um. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, the brown liquor does accompany some eggnog sips. Okay, okay. Yeah, we, we can okay. keep that all the way real. Just wanted to make sure it was yes. clear. Before so I, before the I other ladies at ATL Sports Chicks, they are free to go and get their favorite brown liqueur and bring it. But you know me, I'm just going to drink it as a sip of just good old fashioned eggnog and get the little foam on the top and have some right. fun with it. Yeah. yeah, and I thought about it, just like you said, with peppermint, peppermint's very interesting to me. I might try it just for kicks and giggles, but I will admit the first thing I thought of when you said peppermint bark and peppermint was, well, no, cause that's what I just had. Like that's an aroma that I think of at the spa. Cause I just, right, no doubt, yeah. I yep, just went to the spa yep. Sunday mm-hmm. and that was, they asked oh, yeah. us, hey, which aroma, like, would I'd you love like to hear about that one these days on the show? <clears throat> Which one is the, <laughs> the, spa. Like? the spa, the trip to the spa? Like, yeah, you know, you know, hang, hanging out, taking care of yourself. No, yeah. I get just some friends like I got. So, <laughs> the spa was really very nice. And so, they, had, they asked us what aroma we would like. And I said, yes. I think we should get peppermint because it's very soothing. So, I yeah. gotta think of that for peppermint versus like something that I actually want to indulge in for the right. holidays. But yeah, I mean, yeah. though, Jarvis, mm-hmm. low key, 
I am waiting to see. And listen, family, if you guys already know this, drop it in the comments or DM us or send us a tweet. But I'm looking to see if they're going to do anything in that pumpkin spice space. Because, you know, mm. when you get pumpkin spice right, like Jay Christopher with the pancakes, mm. but when you get yes. pumpkin spice right, it just, oh, my God, Jarvis, is it not a game changer? Yes, yes, yes. I, um, you know, the, the, the pumpkin spice is something that I've definitely, I have not partaken in, but I have, I have heard good, good um, <clears throat> confirmation that it is the bomb. So yeah, and being that you have just mentioned that, I have to um, definitely go check that bad boy yeah. out. Now T, I think something, something, you know, one thing that, you know, being this size and, and being, you know, you know, growing up and being this size, I have to learn, I've learned to act a certain way, right? Sure. So, there's this one particular time I just want to kind of, you know, drop in real quick. Like, so my wife, you know, owns a Volvo and, mm -hmm. you know, Volvos, you know, have a, a certain demographic that, they you do. know, that purchase their cars, you yes, know, so, you know, and they don't look like my wife. And, you know, so I took a car to the service to get it serviced. this one particular day. And I walked in, you know, of course, you know, people kind of looked at me kind of funny, you know, yeah, man, you know, I ain't no little dude. So there's like, uh, so yeah, um, sir, um, yes, uh, are you here for the delivery? I was like, delivery, what you mean, delivery? Right. Like, <laughs> so I was like, I was like, uh, no, I'm not here for the delivery. He's like, oh, I thought you were, uh, working with for the enterprise rent a car. I was like, oh, so I look like I work for enterprise rent a car. Right. Oh, that's okay. No, that's cool. No, no. Let me tell you, like, I really, really just purchased this car from uh, a couple of years ago, and I'm trying to determine whether or not I want to continue to bring it here to get it service. Right. How about that? <laughs> you know. And based on your commentary, <laughs> right? Because I don't so... care if you are six five, like, or not, what? Or look like a former football player, right? Car. Right, you know. I just don't say that has some undertones of yes. assumptions that but do not make me comfortable in so this moment. So, so tell so. people something that is no different than when my line sisters walk into the oh, uh, you know walk into say people the waiting room out of a practice or mm -hmm. they walk out of the surgery room, um, the operating room, if you will, mm -hmm. and they're said they're. Basically, the statement comes to them. Hi, um, can you let me know when the physician is ready? <laughs> um, oh, I am her. Oh, I thought you were the. I thought you were the. I'm listening. Yeah, no, I'm not the nurse. I'm not the nurse's aide. I'm not the PA. In fact, they yes. all report to me because I own this practice, or they all report to me because I'm the chief of surgery, yes. or I'm the head of the department. So we got to be careful with that and how we make mm -hmm. assumptions about people with what yeah. we see. Come on now. Like, yeah, you gotta be really yeah. careful. And sometimes it's about the eye test on size. Sometimes it's about the eye test on complexion. Sometimes right. it's about the eye, the, the ear test on delivery. Your number one responsibility, Volvo, is customer service. Good morning, sir. How can we help you? That's where that conversation starts and stops. Yes. And that- is your tip for for the culture for today. Yes. Act accordingly. But hey, guys, we are so grateful that you guys always stop by and listen. You listen to our tips, and we listen to yours whenever you drop it in the comment section because we appreciate every single thing that you do to make this show, and really not just the show, Jarvis, but this entire 
Locked On Sports Atlanta Network as successful as we have been in our past six months. So successful yes. that you guys have helped us to get our exposure on Amazon Fire and on Roku. So please keep doing that, telling everybody about it, whether you download it, an app to your phone, or you watch us on your laptop or even on your big screen TV. And of course, keep on subscribing on YouTube. 4,400 subscribers is just crazy insane for yes. us. We appreciate you guys. So wherever you want to check out ATL Day Ones, even wherever you download your podcast today, do it and let, please understand, we need to let you know that we appreciate you. And don't forget, after you check us out, check out A2Z with Mark Zeno, because whether it's today, tomorrow, or next Tuesday, when we start the NLDS with the Braves, we're going to bring you everything that is on point with sports here in Atlanta. Tomorrow, hopefully we'll get to talk to you guys about Hawks Bucks in Abu Dhabi. We're going to talk a little bit about the Falcons as they get one step closer to their showdown with the Bucks in Tampa and anything on this sports landscape. Have a wonderful rest of your fall day. And hey, go get you some eggnog ice cream. Enjoy. I'll come back now, you hear? Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.